This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, your station for entertainment. Celebrity homes are so fun to look out and look at and dream that you could at least be invited over to stay for a little bit. We have some homes to look at. Don't me. Don't well, me actually, yeah, so you this is a story about you could actually buy a piece of a former celebrity home. Specifically, a home that was owned by one Jay-Z and Beyonce, and not just any piece of their former home. Eric's Architectural Salvage LA on uh, eBay is selling Jay-Z and Beyonce's former bidet. Oh, I don't want anyone else's bidet. Uh, Well, you can have that thing for the low, low price. Now, where'd it go? Uh, I'm looking at the actual listings here to see if I can find it. Maybe somebody already bought it. You can buy an old vintage urinal from Eric uh, for $2,000. The bidet apparently is $2,400. I wonder if it already sold because it's not on his eBay page any longer. But to your point, who in their right mind want to use somebody else's dirty old bidet? Right. I mean. That's a bidon't. Yeah. Not a bidet. Yeah, you don't, um, this isn't a, a low-budget bidet toilet combo. No, this like is the, not like a Toto wand. Like a this is a separate bidet, like the old school, like mini toilet. Like if you've ever walked into like a European bathroom yes. or somebody who's got a lot of money mm-hmm. and you're like, what's that little toilet for? That's to wash <laughs> your undercarriage. Your bum bum. and Or your hoodly do. And um, why would you ever ever want to buy but that you know i say that after having told you a story about a guy yesterday who was buying body parts so like there's you know you know there's a market for for, everything these days i would mount it on the wall and put a plant in it you would put a plant and be like hey this is jay-z and beyonce's uh poop plant (laughs) butt cleaner Plant yeah, holder. yeah, yeah. Well, it's not just the bidet that you can buy. And in fact, if you go and we can put this link on the show links page, uh, Eric's Architectural Salvage LA yes. has an eBay page. You can actually buy arched French doors for $3,600 from uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. You can buy garden gates from Jane Mansfield's estate for $12,000. He's got all sorts of old uh, Hollywood bits and pieces. Um, a chandelier from Rod McCune. Uh, you can buy an old Bronco for $28,000. I mean, this dude has all sorts of old bits and pieces. 
And uh, I'm assuming that bidet, I'm going to look it up. I got to follow up here. Yeah, it actually, there was apparently an error with it. So they reposted it and the new post is up and it's going for the next six days. And it's currently at $2,425. Oh my God. 2000 You could go on a trip to Europe and buy your own bidet. Yeah. But if you're price. super, super fancy, right? Like, uh, or super rich. But you think that people would actually put it in their bathroom to use? Oh yeah. Because then they'd be like, it's a conversation piece. Like, you know. That bidet used to clean the undercarriage of Beyonce and Jay Z, and now it's cleaning your undercarriage. And now it's, but I, <laughs> I'm a, sorry, there's I'm a so, microphone system I'm, next to it, and they talk you through it. Like what? <laughs> like what you just did? Like the bidet you're using yeah. right now? Oh, so it's like one of those, Jay-Z like when you go to the museum Beyonce. and you put the little uh, headphones mm-hmm. on, and it's audio like, tour. Yeah. Boop. Now, the if you feel like left. recording a message as you use the bidet, feel free now. Let it out. (laughs) And when you're ready, I also, I've never used a traditional bidet. And I would just like to say, I don't, are you supposed to know how to use that? Look at that thing. Tell me you know how to use that. I used one once in a Swiss hotel. And? And you have to have strong thighs. But my question is, where do you sit? You don't sit. Where do you squat? Are you facing or away? Mm, depends on what kind of parts you have. So, what do you mean? I mean, you can, no one is in there policing what you do. No, I mean, I know I could, I could literally, like, you know, drink out of it like a dog fountain if I wanted to. <laughs> God, but, don't. Um, but no, like, are you supposed to face it? Um, I feel like that, yes. Yes. Okay. I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, you. Well, no, 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 no. You face away. But then the handles so are behind you. You turn it on and then you and then you sit. Isn't isn't going to splash everywhere? I don't think you sit. I wouldn't sit on it. No, but I'm saying you have to squat. You're Mm -hmm. not standing. Right. But you're not. (laughs) You're not facing it though. Um, or you are no, unless it. you're a girl and you want to clean your how, cha-cha. Okay? How to use a bidet. My point is that you would need, if you bought something like that, I would have to... Oh, look, there's a wiki how that shows you how to use a bidet. <laughs> what I'm on right now. It's Oh, yeah. So you do actually face it. You straddle it. Mm-hmm. And so that you can turn on the, the faucet. So, turn dear listeners... If you're wondering what we're talking about, think of like a toilet. And then if you were to turn around where the tank would be, there are handles kind of like wash, like a wash basin. And then you rev no, like you a do- motorcycle. Okay. For future reference, don't listen to Dawn when it comes to using technical equipment. Oh, boy. Well, but then look, there's a, another one, Mike. If you scroll down, yep. do you see there's another one yeah. where you are... Reversed. Reversed. Mm-hmm. Reverse. Reverse. Ah, this is yeah. so confusing. <laughs> it's okay. You hate them anyway. So I wouldn't never use them. I, I just, I don't think, like, I would not feel comfortable walking into somebody else's house and using their bidet. Yeah. That just seems unsanitary. I, I wouldn't. Yeah. That's just, I would reserve that for their own. We rented an Airbnb once. And uh, they had a bidet, but it was like one of the new ones, the fancy ones with the little wand that comes out. And I was like, I'm not using that. I know you have feelings about it. I I love it. I know a lot of people do. I'm weird. I know I'm totally weird because everybody I've talked to is like, oh, my God, it's the most amazing thing ever. What do you love about it? 
I love the fact that um, it does a lot of work for you, so you don't have as much toilet paper to use, and um, that it can really, you know, help you out in certain situations. I don't appreciate the emails that I get from the company that I bought it from because they're very explicit. What? It's always has a peach in the title. Okay. <laughs> it's a company called Tushy. Okay. And it's, it's like, get ready what? for blank with your bidet. Like, you want to try blank? You sh- How to get your peach ready. <laughs> I it's don't know where really, she's going. Do yeah. you know? I think so. Oh. Yeah. It's like, do you want to be introduced to this new um They're giving you reasons love? to have. Oh. Okay. Oh, and then like, nasty. hey. Yeah, it's nasty, and I don't want to be... That's nasty. Like, why are you talking to me about that? Uh, But I would... Yeah, I have. Because I'm like, I don't care. Like, what if you're just like an old person who bought this bidet, and then you're getting these emails (laughs) like, hey... Oh, yeah, no, old people don't have sex. Let's try this out. No, but I mean, like, it's an abrasive You think they just figured that thing out recently? I know, but I'm like, what if somebody's Christian grandma? Don't judge this? grandma. She, you don't know what she gets into. I don't think she's going to be trying that out. You, and she's not going to do it. Probably from a is like you think you invented she. it, Don. <laughs> I, I definitely didn't invent it. Well, well, I, I never. never. <laughs> okay, clearly um, that took a turn. <laughs> when we come back here on the adventures of Bradley and Don, we go from celebrity bidets to. Another Beyonce story. This one, though, Dawn, you said apparently she's not very happy (laughs) about something that happened at a recent concert. That's right. You're going to tell us all about it when we come back right here on my. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. You've heard me talk about an event that's coming up. It's actually tomorrow. So I wanted to remind you, if you haven't already done so, reserve your spot. Because this Wednesday, June 21st, I'm hosting an event. Can you believe it's already going to be the 21st of June? I'm going to be hosting an event with a light to celebrate World Refugee Day. Today is actually World Refugee Day. So um, it's a, a perfect opportunity to celebrate the life of some amazing people. And that's exactly what we're doing tomorrow at 6 p.m. at Quincy Hall in Northeast Minneapolis. I'll be moderating a conversation with author Andrew Leon Hanna, who wrote a book called 25 Million Sparks, the untold story of refugee entrepreneurs. But there are also gonna be uh, folks new to our community from Afghanistan and Ukraine who've resettled in our community over the last couple of years. To reserve your spot today, head to wearelight.org. And thank you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. This is your place for entertainment. And, um, boy, we're all excited about the Beyonce concert. And uh, Are you going? No, you got I don't have um, tickets to it. But I'm excited for people that get to go. Let's just say that. Um, but Beyonce had a hard time and she had a horse malfunction at her latest concert. A horse malfunction? (laughs) She's like riding a horse or what? Okay. So, um, during the finale of her Sunday night performance on her Renaissance tour, they were in Amsterdam. Um, she was pissed. And even though it was a huge stadium, everybody knew it because she got stuck on a silver horse. She got stuck on a horse. Not a real I did not horse. know this. What happened? But it's a silver sparkly prop horse. Okay. There's a point in um the in the performance where her production team 
is supposed to come and get her down off of the horse because okay. it's tall and there's like a ladder and everything. Oh, sure. Anyway, um, they missed their cue and oh, no. you can see the video on our show links page. Um, she <laughs> even moved like she at, if you want to look at the video at one fourteen is the mark, you can see her pushing the guy's hand away because they missed the cue. She like pushes him away, like part of his head and his hand. You don't see that from that angle of the video, but somebody did catch some stills also of her looking very pissed at this crew member who looks really, really upset as well. He looks very disappointed in himself. She's also disappointed. It's sad because um, she also moved her mouth to the side of the microphone, which I will give her this. She sounds amazing, and you can tell she's singing live. But she pulled the mic away and said, oh, my God, because they had missed it, and she was mad. Like, don't even try to touch And this now. was the finale. This was the finale. Um, now, people were speculating on Twitter because people put up a lot of different pictures. One is my favorite. Well, the one that's my favorite is where the crew member is there and he has a little silver hat on. And like it looks like probably um, one of those uh, headlamps. And is that like that's a prop guy or a backup dancer or what? That is one of her crew members that's supposed to get her down from the oh. horse. And so he so was he like off moment. eating like a cheeseburger and then forgot his cue or what? What do they think happened? Nobody knows why. Oh, I mean, there's God. so many reasons. Maybe they got caught on a cord or you know somebody puked. So I don't she's know. like, uh, fine, we missed the cue. I'm just going to do the rest on this. Like, damn don't horse. even try to get me off of this horse right now because you have messed up and. Like, I'm just going to sit on the horse. It looks she, like they roll up the stage be- or the stairs behind her. Uh-huh. And so then somebody was supposed to be there to help her get off the That's stairs? That's correct, yes. Weird. Yeah, so then the rest of the night, there's a picture of her, and she has side eye going on. She looks so pretty, but boy, I am afraid. Like, don't cross her. She looks very mad, and I can understand why there's a lot that goes into the production. But it kind of, apparently, from this Page Six article, it kind of just snowballed into more things that happened. Like, after she was stuck on top of the horse, um, that the performance got really chaotic and the dancers weren't in the right place because the stairs are still out there, but they're supposed to be removed. And so everything has to work like a moving, like like a timepiece yeah. in big concerts like that. So it just all melted down. It did, it sounds like. it did but That's she, you know, sang through all of it. And, well, and I'm sure the people in the audience didn't notice. I mean, they don't know what it's really supposed to do, right? I think it was noticeable, though, just because of what happened in the aftermath. Like the dancers had to apparently get in different positions and they're scrambling to get around things and after she's off the horse, it's supposed Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline to be moved away and it isn't yet because everything's behind by 10 seconds yeah or longer well maybe somebody did maybe somebody didn't show up for work the next <laughs> that's what i said a lot of twitter users are like um this was a lot the crew in the photo dancers where they're not supposed to be um the name of the horse is renee oh that's cute yeah and uh beyonce is still on the ground beyonce slapping the crew member's hand after they tried to tug on her her pushing the staircase away because she was pissed this show was chaotic and then a lot of people are like good for her keeping her cool because she did sing through all of it like she's singing but she is on the other side that'd be frustrating right like you're you know you're like you guys have one job Mm-hmm. Right. Your job is to get me off this damn horse. Mm-hmm. And here I am stuck on this horse. <laughs> so she definitely was. She she handled it in a as professional a way that she could. The show must go on. But um, a lot of pictures on Twitter. Um, and I wonder if she fired someone or maybe it's not her. I mean, if anyone got fired. What do you mean it's not her? She has people, just like all of these. Like, celebrities to me are not just the single individual. A celebrity like Beyonce is, Beyonce is actually 50 people that make up her team. Yeah. That is Beyonce. And so the head of the tour probably said, yeah, we're going to get somebody else that's going to, you know, Yeah, pay we're going to get you another horse person. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I don't know if you have tickets and you are excited about us. Watch the horse experience. Please let us know what happens. During the horse experience, Renee. That is cute. It's cute. Um, and it's a cute horse. It is a cute she horse. Looks cute. It's all um, very, very disco horse. I also noticed that, uh, you know, Jay Z has been, well, the blind items have said like Jay Z is hanging out with her on the tour and sometimes performs with her on stage because he's trying to avoid all of the legal problems that he has back in the states. Oh no! What are the legal problems? Um, um, he has some problems with taxes, right, Mike? There's been, oh yeah, there's apparently all the different uh, entities that he has with the sports agency and real estate and oh, all yeah, these different right. things. There's apparently a I feel lot like we've of, talked about that in the blind casino. He's, in he's New trying York, to do the casino, to do. yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So apparently, he's got lots of different things that the blind items are implying he's uh, running away from. You know what? He does make like um, he looks like he's wearing like a flight attendant outfit at one point, and he makes it look good. It's like a blue suit and has a yellow stripe down the leg. Oh, okay. I'm like. Who can make that look good, Daisy? Well, Daisy, apparently. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to ride off into the sunset on that story. But when we come back, Mike, you watched some TV, I think, oh, yeah. uh, last week. And Dawn, you have a story about something else that's on TV, The Idol. You're going to tell us about the third episode, I think. Yeah. And Mike will talk about some of the TV he watched. He wa- Everything entertainment. Hey, my talkers. Life really is better on the water. And this time of year... 
oh, the weather is beautiful for such a short period of time. You want to spend as much time on the water as possible. And the best way to do that, the easiest way, the most hassle-free way is with my friends at your boat club. They really do make it easy to get on the water this summer. They've got uh, single and multi-day boat rentals, of course, annual memberships. We signed up for a trial membership, and our first outing on the water is this Saturday. I cannot wait. I'll tell you all about it. I did my orientation a couple of weeks ago. Your boat club really has it all set up and ready to go for you. I mean, if you feel like you're not quite sure you can do what it takes to get on the water, like you're not super confident, I want you to call my friends at your boat club. Or maybe you are a super expert on the water, but you just don't want the expense and the hassle of owning your own boat. Head to yourboatclub.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 107.1. We're here for entertainment, and we have to talk about the idol. Oh, my gosh. This is the show that's just getting dragged. Will HBO cancel the idol? Uh, You can find it on Max if you have that. And uh, it stars the weekend in lily rose depp you probably have heard about this show that's sexually explicit and mike you watched the first episode watch the first two episodes the first oh two. okay yes. what, what are your, your thoughts? thoughts yeah basically what happened last week we wrapped up because we had been watching this show that i know you know maybe you've heard of um it's called the sopranos um and <laughs> yeah, we were only finished. 20 years late oh my god hey look i haven't even watched okay, it so yeah. But uh, we finished that up, and we were sitting there and like, oh, we got a little time here. Let's uh, find something else before bed to watch. And there it was, just promoted like it's been so much, just the idol in big letters. And we're like, you know what? This is terrible. We've all been talking about how terrible it is. Yeah. I want to actually have some substance to that and not just echo what I've been reading or hearing. Sure. So I, <laughs> I jumped in. I was like, somebody's got to do it. So I jumped Thank in. Thank you for taking one for the team. You're welcome. Now, and please report back. Yeah, the first 20 minutes or so... Um, it was fine. Like the first twenty minutes is. Now keep is in mind how far you got. I believe Abel Tesfe the weekend was introduced at minute twenty one, um, oh, and that's when things went south. Okay. Um, so the first twenty minutes were great <laughs> without the weekend. Yeah. Yes. So basically, yeah, it's just yeah, it's so over the top. It's so. Um, and we've seen shows go really, especially shows on HBO in that Sunday morning or Sunday night slot, go very graphic, sexually or otherwise, and and have some very dark themes and have some very dark things that they explore. That's okay if there's actually you know a story like a behind it, it and yeah. a reason behind it. And this is just it's a bad. Yeah, it's can I? Bad. Yeah. Ask you to give sort of a thumbnail. What's the plot for uh, those of us who haven't watched it? Yeah, they're kind of giving us a behind the scenes look. And it even they reference early on in the first 10 minutes um, one of her dance routines and how it's kind of paying homage to Britney. And it kind of felt like multiple times where I was like, this feels like Britney in the modern time. Like if Britney was. It's a pop star mm. who you get introduced to her team. We talked about it just last segment. You mentioned that it's not just the celebrity. Yeah. It's all the people around her. Yeah. You get introduced to all of those people. You've got people from Vanity Fair in to do interviews. You've got people from the record label showing up to talk about a very controversial thing that happens in the first five minutes, which, again, is so 
sexually explicit and over the top, it's mind blowing. But that's the very that's the premise of the first episode. And uh, it's kind of a fun, interesting look at that. She's doing her dance routine. She's working with um and what uh, the actress uh, from Blackpink. Um, she's oh, very, yes. very good. An unbelievable dancer. She's working. Jeannie, hand, Je- yeah, she's working hand in hand with her on some of her routines and stuff. And again, it's like, OK, I get she's being pulled in many different directions. She's doing a photo shoot while she's doing interviews with Annie Fair, while she's smoking ciggies, while she's moving going doing dance routines like she's doing all these different things and you can see she's got like this internal battle that's going on okay so well that Which, sounds fabulous but yeah. like why why does it go off the rails at minute 21 because well that's when uh they head to a club and uh they start partying at this random club and then the club owner is this creepy dude played by the weekend who can't act at all and oh, it's God. like so cringily bad oh, now God. he's trying to do this whole like oh no no he's supposed to be a loser he's like, supposed I'm to be acting so good it's bad <laughs> Exactly. Right. And maybe we'd have some credibility if we've actually seen The Weeknd act in a different role, but like, it's just bad. It's almost like a secondhand embarrassment situation where it's like, this is awkward. So then let me ask you the question if you're just joining us. Mike is telling us about the first couple episodes of The Idol, the show that kind of, I'm just, I I feel like we're all watching it sort of um, crash and burn slowly on on social media. There's Mm -hmm. just tons of memes about how this is not max's uh, best work hbo's best work um so then you get through a first episode yeah. what makes you keep do you have a habit in your household oh. of committing yeah and, i've and and finishing what you've started or what got you to the <laughs> second episode my soon-to-be lovely bride tells me i have completion issues from the standpoint as i have to complete things once yeah. i started it's You're my like, partner. oh yeah yes, that's I, uh oh my gosh definitely so, mc is like that and i'm watching the second one and again but i i think we can we can put in the towel now. Like it's so bad, I can oh, actually stop you're watching. You're gonna stop, which is saying a lot for me. Wow. But they, the what very, was it that made you go? You know, it just. It's I like, don't need this again. It's just there's nothing really captivating about it. Like, is it predictable? Yes, it's a very predictable. Because sometimes story. even if the acting is bad or you know it's just kind of schlocky, like yeah. you still you want to see where the story is going to take you. But it mm-hmm. sounds like you you're just not even convinced it's going to take you anywhere meaningful. And it's I mean we kind of get an idea pretty early, but the the very end of season one, there's a very. Um, uh, 50 shades type moment that happens and it's very aggressive and you start to see and it it feels like a you know dude in the corner just like oh i know what i'm gonna have them do next this is what they're gonna do next and then this oh. is what and it gets that like creepy level and like we were yeah. talking mm. sam levison of course is behind this the same guy who did euphoria and there's moments in there i know that made don oh, uncomfortable yeah, I, watching that show and me too where it's mm. like this is this is Not just for me over the top in a bad way like and that's what this show really brings. Oh, yeah. That's it's just, frustrating. Yeah. I, and I know that a lot of people love Euphoria. But for me, I think it was just like I wanted to make sure that creepy, gross guys are not going to watch it because it's high school kids having sex. That's what made me feel sure, uncomfortable. But... I'm like, mm, all the weird, gross, not just guys. I shouldn't just say that, but creepy, gross people that want to prey on teens. Yeah. Um, so I didn't like that. Um, and... Yeah, with this one, I think what I'm going to do is stick to what a lot of people are doing. The day after the show, you go to hashtag the idol. And if you just put that in now, you will see all the stupid cringy clips 
of the weekend. So you're acting. just watching the train wreck unfold on social media. You yes. haven't actually watched the show. No, I don't have Max right now. And oh, okay. so I would have to sign up for it. And I'm like, I'm not ready to do that right now until yeah. one of my favorite shows comes back. Yeah, you know? for sure. But um, it was pretty interesting to see Abel try to the act. Weekend. I think his name should be Kane in this. So, but that's his real name. Anyway, um, that's a Bible joke. Um, but it seems like, you know, when you enter, well, if anybody's ever done like a film fest contest where anyone could enter, this is what it seems like. (laughs) Like the acting seems like something I've seen and stomached through while I'm viewing like... Here's an entry by some people that don't know how to write like, a plot I'm an or actor. Act. It's like, and it's too long. And Did you it's get terrible. that sense, Mike? Yeah, uh, very much so. But the thing that's kind of strange, and Dawn actually made me like kind of reflect here for a second yesterday because she was like, "Oh, is this just like a dark comedy that people aren't getting?" And yeah. the out of the first four characters you get introduced to, most of them are hilarious human beings. Dan Levy is in this show. You've got Hank Azaria in this show oh, as one of his managers. They're back and forth. It's it's good and can be funny at times and was funny at times and that's why i said that first 20 minutes we're looking at her like this isn't bad sarah even looked at me she's like this is going okay there's nothing wrong with this and then you start getting these unbelievable just jumps of logic well she she it was like they met each other one night at the club when she was out of her mind you know intoxicated and then two days later he invites her to her house and like the gates open and like smoke is coming from behind as he slowly walks in with his trench coat on and it's just like what is this like it's but so- you know you know what's so fascinating about that is that like when when you watch his videos or like just when i've watched him perform even at like a award ceremony mm-hmm. or award shows and yeah. things you're like wow oh yeah this dude is very dramatic dramatic and also used to be mysterious yeah but now yeah. he isn't so so now interesting that actor. that sort of carries over into you know this other project that he's in the logic jump that at uh, her you know height of popularity Britney Spears went to a club had a good time and talked to the club owner and then two days later he was at her house and they were having drinks alone in their place yeah. and by the way he has a weapon on him and it got really dark and crazy after that like yeah. it's just very I don't know it's Too so much. unbelievable and over the top well, and all right uh if you guys I mean Mike you're out right yeah, I'm done. You're not going to watch it. I'm just going to do, do hashtag the idol on Twitter. If You're going to okay. watch on social media. Dear listeners, if you do actually <laughs> stick with it and it does go different places, let us know. Right. Because and as far as the viewing is concerned, people are like, are they going to cancel it mid season? It's not something that hasn't happened before. But if they've invested the money into creating the show, will they continue to air it just to get some views? Because the last episode was one hundred and thirty five thousand. Yeah, That's yeah. I don't not know. A lot. I don't know that. I mean, it seems like it would take a lot for them to stop a show mid-season because you know, once it's out, you might as well just finish it up, unless there's something controversial, which which it is very. There was this last episode. Oh, really? They mentioned Harvey oh. Weinstein in a joking way. Oh, like oh, it was actually Epstein. I, Epstein. Yes, I'm sorry, Harvey was, Weinstein. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jeffrey yeah, Epstein. It, it was oh. a. It was a. A very not even edgy joke that they I think when they were performing it or you know writing it like oh this is going to be edgy it was it was just a bad joke it was a bad joke that makes light of a horrible Whoa. horrible situation great that's and by great I mean facetiously yeah. not, great. not great so who knows um, well we'll certainly keep our eyes peeled Mike thank you so much for yeah. doing the dirty work so that yeah. we didn't have to because <laughs> yes. I ain't going anywhere near that show mm-hmm. bye hey when we come back who's Taylor Swift's best friend Dawn? Good question. How do you know? You got the answer? 
I don't, but I'm going to speculate on all the different people who say they're her best friend, and then oh. we're going to talk about best friends. Best friends when we come <laughs> back right here on my first equity mortgage. The little blind spot. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We have to talk about who Taylor Swift's best friend actually is. Does she have a best friend? Well, every best it seems friend? like I've seen so many different posts over the years of like Taylor Swift's best friend, so and so. Wasn't it Selena? Right. Selena Gomez. Now Selena This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Gomez says, um, we don't agree on everything, but we respect each other with everything. Uh, she is one of my best friends in the world. She said, one of. So not specifically. The reason why she I doesn't looked, have a best friend. Well, then, you know, every tabloid, This is these are the tabloids that make you click because you're like, wait a minute, I didn't know that. Taylor Swift and longtime friend Gigi Hadid seen in rare photos together while leaving Nobu in New York City. So they're either best friends, longtime friends. Well, what about Carly Kloss? I mean, they were like besties, right? Thank you for saying that, because that's another one I was going to bring up. Uh, In the past, it's been she was very good friends with Carly Kloss, but then they became estranged for some reason. So, so Taylor has a cavalcade of best friends. She does. I don't know what happened with Carly Kloss, but now she's hanging out with. Well, the Gigi blind Hadid. items would tell you what happened, but oh, do you know? I mean, I know what the blind items. Do said. you? Yeah. What We've is talked it? about it that they were oh. secret lovers. Secret lovers. Okay. Well, she is no longer secret lovers with her, and then she has a best friend from Nashville, her high school best friend named Abigail. Oh, okay. Who she writes songs about sometimes. Which is cute because, you know, I mean, they were probably written when she was so in high school. Best implies best. So if you have multiple bests, then you don't really best. have a best. That's right. Right? That's right. You have a good friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe better friends. But. But can you have best friends? <laughs> we are. Yeah. If it's more than one person, You can it have whatever you want. But, you know, the idea that she just has one singular person that she calls her bestie. Mm-hmm. 
which mm. seems to change because every yeah. every city she goes into, someone is there with her, another celebrity, where they're like, look, it's her best friend, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait a minute, who is her best friend? And does everyone want to be her best friend? Yeah. Probably. Uh, do you have a best friend? Do I have a best yeah. friend? I mean, te- yes, technically speaking, I do. But I'm not a fan of best friends. I'm oh. not a fan, I should say, of classifying friends. Really? Why I don't not? like that. It just seems weirdly, not juvenile, that seems kind of judgy, but like, it It just seems like if if I said, Dawn, mm-hmm. you're my best friend, mm-hmm. and there were other people around, they might go, well, that's a bummer. I thought I was your best friend. And then you've got like <laughs> these petty squabbles. You know, Mike's like, I thought we were best friends. You told me last week that we And were then best B. Arthur friends. comes in and she's like, I thought we were best friends. And <laughs> then everybody is like feels, it's you know, fighting over Bradley. Mm, are they though? <laughs> no, or they just feel insecure. And like, oh. I'm not here to make people feel insecure. If I were to pick a best friend, I would tell you my partner is my best friend, Jamie, because like, I mean, you know, he's the person I'm closest to, you know, but I understand like if you have a childhood best friend, like someone you were super close to as a child and you remain very good friends with them. I'm just saying that sort of like arbitrary classification seems a little uh, like, I don't know. Yeah. Not a huge fan. A little high school or junior high even or grade school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a best friend, but I am not his best friend. And I'm you totally have a best fine with friend, him. and you're not his best friend. That's correct. Okay. Yes. Who's that? Uh, my friend Brooke. I've known since I was 19. We were in Bye Bye Birdie together mm-hmm. um, in a musical, and he played the main role, and I was his biggest fan. Yeah. And then he has been my longest friend. Okay. Also, and but he has a friend named Josh. Who is definitely his best friend. So that's kind of weird, though, right? That, like, well, so then... why? But I also love Josh. So then tell me, it doesn't make you feel weird that he wouldn't call you his best friend? Not at all. Okay. Because so, everybody has different experiences. Like, yeah. I, he has spent the most time with Josh. What does it mean to you to say he's your best friend? Um, I can be completely 100% myself oh, sure. with him. Like, I don't have to question or think about, I wonder what he thought about that. Mm. And it's so lovely because he'll, you know, he can say whatever to me. I can say whatever to him. And we've been mean to each other sometimes and, you know, had little fits. I I think this is an obvious answer, but I'm just asking it for the sake of discussion because that's what we do here on the radio, which is, is he the only person you feel that way about? Mm. I would say yes. Yeah. I mean, there are other people who are in adulthood have yeah. become really good friends. Yeah. with. But I would say somebody that's known me since I was a yeah. teenager. Because I would just say, like, I th- like the way you're describing it to me, I'd be like, well, I certainly have friends like that. And I think I have, you know, maybe a group of people that I feel that way about, you know, and it changes over time. Right. Because sometimes in your life, you're closer to some people than others. But, you know, everybody gets to define it however they want. Right. Yeah. And I think I've kept in contact with him the longest mm-hmm. in my life. Like we've never lost contact or gone like a year without talking or something like that. Yeah. So now we just communicate through Marco Polo a lot, which is what super is fun. Uh, it's an app where you record like videos and they'll just watch it when they want to. Yeah. 
there's no pressure. Mike, do you have what you would consider a best friend? Yeah, I uh, luckily or fortunately, that's why I'm an only child, so I didn't have any siblings or anything. Yeah. But when I was uh, three years old, I moved next door or two doors down. Oh my from... God, I thought you were going to say because I'm an only child too. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that you had a like an ima- your best friend no, yes. is an imaginary. <laughs> no. Best friend is imaginary. I, actually a I moved two attacked. doors down to my buddy Mike, and he uh, His also name Mike. Is also yeah. Mike. Mike. Is he your best and man? He, and he, yes, oh, and I was, and I was yeah. his, and I was his ten, ten years ago. So yeah, for oh. thirty three odd years, yeah, I've had a best friend. That's, That's sweet. awesome. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah, and we both he he has a lot of older siblings, so he was kind of like uh, removed from them. So he almost had that same only child vibe as well. So yeah. we were always super so you're super close. Like we did everything together, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. I consider him a brother for sure. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. Mm-hmm. I wanted my daughter to think I was her best friend. Oh. She wanted more friends. She wanted other that friends. That seems like a bad I know. strategy as it's, a parent. I know. Did that is. work out for you? Well, I was 17 when I had her, so, you know, it was like we're, when I'm 77, she'll be 60. Yeah. You know, so um, it doesn't work out because, you know, I want her to be the type of daughter or i want to be the kind of mother that she'd want to call and talk to every day because i know other people have that kind of relationship with their moms but it's just not that way yeah and so mm. yeah but that doesn't mean that your relationship with her is any less i know right I know. it's just different you always long for your children though i think yeah. any mom out there would well mine like because my mother and i are only 16 years apart she had me yeah. super young too and so we uh are very friendly with each other but i would never call her my best friend <gasps> oh don't like let her my hear partner, this. no, she would be totally fine with it because oh. my partner and her are definitely friends. Uh-huh. But you, uh huh. But you, for me, mm-hmm. for me, I, I, there's just that layer of like parent mm. yeah, that that's does probably. not translate. But, but again, who am I to judge? Like there are people that might have that relationship with their parent, and it's totally fine. Especially the more adult you become, I think the mm-hmm. more you can relate to your parents and the more friendly you can be with them. Mm. And I certainly have that friendly relationship with my mom, but I would never. Call her like my bestie. Are there friends that you <laughs> are there friends that you have that you actually don't want to see in person? Friends that I don't want to see? I don't think so. Why, why, who, like, what know, do you mean? Because they're annoying in person, or like every Versus time you what, go out with them. Not in person. No, I feel no. like you're trying to tell me a story about someone in your life, but by no, all means, pull it out of no. me. I mean, like for instance, I used to have a friend or two who every time we went out on the town, I would have to take care of her because she was because she was a mess. Yeah, that's just and that's like I love her though, and I just she's yeah. so much fun. But I got tired of sort of being the oh, babysitter, yeah. and it wasn't really fair to me because I wanted to also have a good time. But yeah, anyway, that's um, just called growing up. Right? Yeah, she didn't really do that, but I also still consider her my friend. But I'm kind of sure. glad that I'm not close to her anymore oh yeah there's so there are many many people in my life that it's like you know i think it's time for us to move in different directions yeah for a variety of reasons but i think that's okay too and it doesn't mean you you know value the time that you spent together any less or that you wouldn't be there for them if they needed you yes because definitely yeah it's like you love somebody dearly but you also know that sometimes loving someone is knowing boundaries yeah i was gonna say sometimes loving someone is knowing when to create a boundary to tell them to stop <laughs> and if not maybe go to an Al-Anon meeting oh, oh, <laughs> you need to learn boundaries because yeah, yeah it's not easy yeah anyway oh. besties how did we end up on this conversation well, taylor swift who is her real did you ever best find friend? out who her real best friend is no 
All right. Well, know, maybe it's the mirror. <gasps> Just kidding. Oh I'm joking. Don't come after me. It's a joke. Dear Swifties, like please address left. your hate mail to Dawn at MyTalk1071.com. When we come back, Dawn has a really fascinating story about a woman who commutes to work by plane. She'll tell us all about it when we come back right here on MyTalk1071.